But we're going to talk about today, Holly. <laughs> the past couple of weeks, I've been experiencing this with thoughts. So the thought comes and goes and you witness it like you witness a car going past. And then you have the choice to engage with the thought, to be engrossed in the thought or to be a witness to it. Yes. <laughs> Witnessing our thoughts and whether we give attention to them or not giving attention to them, which is kind of like the episode that we did with autopilot, right? But I think what happens is as you start to, as you break the autopilot mm-hmm. and the more you break the autopilot, the more you transition into uh, being a witness. And so rather than it's it's kind of like the next stage mm. of breaking the autopilot mm-hmm. is witnessing the autopilot mm. so like so you're like okay what's happening here yeah let's just go back let's just like you know distance yeah and then i'm in autopilot how can i just get out of it so basically it's the second isn't it yeah it's just like you said this the next level so yeah it's like autopilot 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> Who you are is always expanding and evolving and changing. There is no real doing in the world without being first. But I think underneath it all, what we're all looking for is a life of fulfillment, a life that has meaning. Welcome to Believe. In this podcast, join myself, Bree, and me, Holly in opening doors to a happier life and stronger self-belief. We hope by sharing our stories that you too can open doors to a happier life, be confident and learn how to truly believe in yourself. Right now we have the um, chance to go a little bit deeper in because that was one of the first episodes right, that we did. And I think since then we, we personally did a lot of like soul searching and, and self-development through that. So our, our perception of being in a moment probably changed in a, yeah. in, a, in a very best sense. So how do you feel that since we did that episode and we're talking about autopilot, what do you feel that it changed for you and what would, you know, it would be benefit for us to hear and then for you to discover a little bit more? The most I remember from the autopilot episode was the act of, like I said before, breaking the autopilot and now because I'm being a witness more to my thoughts and checking in with the space of the belly Mm -hmm. and when deciding what is okay and what isn't okay for me and by doing that I'm creating a clearer boundaries for myself so that I can give myself more unconditionally to others okay so basically this really is a next level for you is it yeah because that's what you said that it's next and right right now i understand that why you said it's a next level it's because and the other pilot episode you recognize that okay when i'm when i'm autopilot when i'm not but right now you're doing something about it as well Mm -hmm. so like not just being in present and just like okay i'm i broke it and then i'm i'm good and i'm all good and then just like you yeah. know go on with that whatever happens <clears throat> but basically you build up on the action 
just like being present and then you're also like okay so this is how i can even make it even better and make it you know more beneficial for me to not just be present but have the benefits of being yeah, present exactly right? yeah setting boundaries on where i spend my energy and how choosing how to spend my energy with people so mm-hmm. i'm realizing you know what brings value to my energy mm-hmm. and what doesn't bring value to my energy mm-hmm. and setting the boundaries on okay i didn't enjoy that and that mm-hmm. didn't make me feel good mm-hmm. so oh that's actually really good it's the next level it's the breaking out of the autopilot of oh i must do everything in order to make them happy but actually now i can choose how i want to spend my time with my family Mm. and if there's something which makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or i can't commit to it's okay to say Mm -hmm. no that you can go on a walk i'm gonna wait here and then we can be just gonna like do some like dinner out and then i'm gonna wait for you up until then i'm just gonna fill my batteries up and do whatever I i like that yeah and you, it's like, I like the fact that you say, like, family, which is family, like, most of us, for most of us, hopefully all of us, yeah. family is really important, right? Yeah. And then sometimes you even can, you need to, like, force yourself to say whatever is on your mind, right? Or whatever is on your heart, basically. You need to respect yourself that much mm-hmm. to say no to either the people that you really love, right? In order to love yourself even more. So, yeah, I really, like, right now, I really understand the next level that you were talking about at the beginning. That is actually pretty cool, yeah. Elaborating on that one, it's just so interesting that um, I've been the kind of person, like, okay, I do things, and I love doing them, mm-hmm. but I, then I realized I love doing them because someone told me to, to like, yeah. doing them. Yep. It's also kind of like breaking down the pilot, but you don't set boundaries, and then you realize that, do I really like it? good that you reached it as well but the most exciting thing is that discover the how or do you remember the how that you reached that if you could put it down mm-hmm. kind of like in three or four points so how how yeah how did i get to the point of recognizing mm-hmm. that i am now witnessing my thoughts could you could you think back or could you just like Let's say that you said that a timeline that you said like oh it was like seven, six or seven month right mm. excuse me it was which is not like a, a short period of time but it's not a long time either so mm. it's really achievable isn't it it's definitely achievable but one thing I do want to emphasize is it is it is constant work and there will be points throughout the day where my mind does slip back into being absorbed by a thought and that's fine and you you have to sit with that feeling and not feel um not feel guilty when you recognize that you've been absorbed in thought Mm -hmm. and that's the key thing this is only temporary. Mm-hmm. And by thinking it's only temporary, was I able to ride the wave, not um, be overpowered by it? Mm-hmm. 
so much overwhelm happens when we're not present and we've not made preparations Mm -hmm. or sown seeds being patient with yourself with like setting the boundaries and then finding that what's good for you um what would be the last thing what you learned or what like stands out for you that could be like help to build that kind of awareness that you built breath (gasps) Mm. so this is this realization has come from practicing ujjayi breath you liken it to the sound of a baby's breath so it's a slight constriction of the throat Mm -hmm. to create a wave-like sound so imagine you're you're humming Mm -hmm. but with your mouth closed and without vocalizing so it's a Mm-hmm. so but now I've tried not to make the sound but have the same sensation mm-hmm. I can actually feel like f- hear and feel the difference in the in the body to how it expands and by doing that I've found that my, my body relaxes mm-hmm and then I'm, I can listen to my gut more and I become more centred and I'm less engaged with thought. Because mm. you need to focus on the how you do it. Yeah. And so by breathing that way and feeling the space, my brain's like, ah, okay, <laughs> I am, I'm feeling good in this moment. This moment feels good. And if something's not right, say like, so just right now, we did those breaths mm-hmm. and my body's going, oh, actually... I'm, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. I'm thirsty. I need a drink. Mm-hmm. So, what could be troubling your mind is it could be bodily reaction. Mm-hmm. I listened to Mary Robbins' uh, audiobook uh, for the first time. She mentions it that usually the thought process that you have. It's already the body reaction is, is mm-hmm. visible. Mm-hmm. So just you need to, your brain is catching up, but your body already like it does the thing. But like it can be like many kind of like different kind of body reaction, bodily reaction. Um, but your mind is catching up. And then sometimes if you like through breath, because your subconscious and conscious mind is connected through the breath, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then subconsciously, bodily, you're already producing the symptoms of like being thirsty or hungry or to you know stiff or something or needing sleep you know yeah yeah anything like that uh which is physical yeah and then through breathing you push it basically from the subconscious mind you're pushing it to the conscious mind and saying that this is what i need and this is what you need go for it and then you're like oh my god okay this is what i need it's so yeah it's so good it's the basically the three you you put down the three pillars that you you, Mm -hmm. you definitely you definitely need to have in order to reach that kind of like state of yeah state so, of mind. Um, I think boundaries and balance are interlinked, mm-hmm. and balance between where where you spend your energy, which then interlinks into time boundary. Yeah, but you need to know that what you what you want to do. Yeah, well. patience, and then the third one, breath. When I when I it's like the subconscious and unconscious mm-hmm. mind. The the breathing is the um is the basically the bridge mm. for 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 many things and um 
and I'm I'm be using it as well, like through like to uh, through um, exercising as well. So when mm -hmm. I when I talk to my clients, when I and encourage them to breathe, even if and you know when they, they they use the core, a lot of people when they use the core don't breathe. <laughs> They stopped breathing. Yeah. And then it was like one of the scariest moments of my life. There like I I I think there was the time when I when I actually learned that I need to say keep breathing because I didn't do that before. And then I just always said that engage the core and then the, like, it was the scariest thing. Two people had got, like gone like pale-ish <gasps> because I just said engage the core. And somehow, this is how you learn through, um, they didn't pass out, so like, I'm not, <laughs> they didn't pass out. I just said, as soon as I saw their faces, I was like, keep breathing, keep breathing. Because for some reason, I think we, when we engage the core and we say that like something has to be the abdominals, mm. we just immediately like hold the, hold the breath. It's like when we go underwater. And then I remember that it was like, I was, since then, I'm so conscious about like, you need to breathe in through the nose and exhale through the mouth. And then the more that you do, you're gonna have the blood flow as well to your brain and everyone else in the body. And also I think with like, breathing, you can like just release so much potential that you have no idea that you have, is it? She's, she's talking about it. Mm -hmm like through voice and how you make your voice visible or like create your kind of like deep or you can actually kind of like mutate your voice through breathing mm. if you're not really fully engaging with breathing what we uncon unconsciously learn is that's where the breath comes in through the nose and then through mm -hmm. the throat and the, the, in the upper chest and um, so the text goes on to say then down through the chest and the diaphragm where lies where a more intense capacity lies and then deeper yet deeper into the abdomen and pelvis it settles down into and disturbs a habitation untouched by the intellect and rationality so, yeah so basically we we thought right we taught in like in really early age that when you go to the doctor and they say that take a deep breath what you do and then you just like push the mm. chest out and then you just breathe in up in the chest right because mm -hmm. they need to hear their like your your lungs but you're not fully engaging your lungs do you no it's like with anything we learn we learn through conditioning and learn through the generations before and we're just stuck into with that with autopilot this autopilot is how we do it. yeah and i think for a while maybe our world has been focused on the superficial mm focused on possessions rather than being present focus on focusing on making money rather than being connected with people mm. but now with eastern ideals such as buddhism mm. and yoga and mindfulness. and mindfulness people are waking up to the fact about the breath is more than just in my chest and mm. in my throat it's a whole, it's a bodily experience. Yeah. It's basically an art, isn't it? Because there are so many approaches towards it, right? And we, we basically, if we, were, we wouldn't be breathing, it would be like dead, right? We wouldn't yeah. be that present without breathing either. Patsy Rodenberg, the right to, the book's called The Right to Speak. In this section, she talks about um, trauma and how the breath, the trauma can be... Um, 
blocked and sealed mm-hmm. underneath the breath. And she puts here, air and oxygen can bring it to the surface. Uh, the emotion or the feeling has the right to spill over in a recognised experience. It has the right to be discovered and uncovered so we can finally be released from its grip. And when you're saying about um, being a witness to the thought, the breath releases up from the grip of the mind wanting control Mm -hmm. or thinking that it needs to be in control Mm -hmm. when actually we are in control by being present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then basically that's how you become also aware of that, what you, who you are and what you, Mm -hmm. what you want. Interestingly as well, even though Patsy Rodenberg um, refers to, in this book, the voice as a a physical... um, mechanism a, a tool a component i must said weapon but no <laughs> <laughs> um she also in her conclusion she says voice work requires vigilance and a ceaseless desire to explore yourself and your physical and emotional makeup it also takes courage and i think we can apply this to a more philosophical view of your inner voice Mm -hmm. and that this being a witness of your thoughts it's being vigilant if that's in tune with your inner voice and being open and having the desire to explore yourself to explore why you need to set boundaries on certain things Mm -hmm to explore why you go into slumps or yeah so understanding your physical and your emotional makeup yeah 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 yeah, got it now yeah yeah it's basically you you need to have the courage right and then everything starts basic yeah so when you you know here's the here's the the right now just like comes to my mind that when i i used to be the kind of like person that i reacted on things Mm. and i never really paid attention to my thoughts or my reactions in like physical sense so here's the thing, like probably you can all relate that when you get angry, your breath shortens and then you start having this like choking kind of feeling, right? But you mm-hmm. want to scream, but you can't at the same time. So that's that's basically having also the courage to like verbalize and physically not just calm yourself down, but you know, just having this like really pent up emotion out. topic that we were we wanted to like mention is the uh, witnessing our thoughts so we were referring back to auto being in autopilot mode but this is the autopilot 2.0 which is like have creating the foundations or f- having the founding the foundations founding, f- finding the foundation finding the foundations thank you so much finding the foundations of not being in autopilot but being in present also creating boundaries and then building up on that that witnessing and realizing stuff so that was what your realization was which was put in words perfectly and it was so good to see right now that seven month time look what can happen just you know just need to put the work in uh, and you summarized you know you picked out three things that you wanted to pick out the how your procedure went throughout this um how yes do you remember those three points 
balance, patience, and breath. Yeah, so these were the three things that Holly used constantly and then consistently as well. And But you have to put in some discipline. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, so we went into that and then we went into breathing a little bit deeper, which I think that it was kind of like a really good discovery for the both of us, was it? And talk about how breath is more than just support for the voice and how intricate... Um, not intricate um it's not just oxygen to your brain but mm-hmm. it's more than that it's not just like breathing in and then out and then that's it but yeah i think that was a really good um side pocket that we needed to discover in order to give you a, a whole idea that what is the actual like autopilot 2.0 that why is it so important to to do and then that you can actually um get to that point mm-hmm. or work towards to that point so like it's a really nice you have a like a really nice like tool set that you can for the next seven months <laughs> you can actually reach that kind of point. Yeah. Um so how would you summarize <clears throat> it in a in a sentence? <laughs> Getting to the stage of being a witness to your thoughts requires sowing the seeds of a toolkit. And that toolkit has to be practiced daily weekly monthly over a period of time and each each time's different to each individual Uh, balancing being present with the moment and your emotions and thoughts and by being aware of that balance you can then implement boundaries that also links with being patient because balance in that area will take a while to implement hence time will be different for each individual and then all the way through building the this toolkit is your breath and your breath is the most major toolkit tool is the most important tool in your toolkit I know we've talked about this as like a, a package actually we've we've already got this and it's it's re reminding the brain reminding the mind that you have everything within you Mm -hmm. it just basically right now we give you um kind of like permission in quotes that yeah you're more than capable of doing it but yeah it just it just deciding that okay do I really want to live my life in a superficial way or do I really want to, you know, do something about like making your life the best way, right? Living life to the fullest. Living life to the fullest. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any questions, any any comments or something like that, we're more than happy to um, help you out and um, give you more guidance. So we're going to hear you and see you next time.